0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: The rumor is golf courses in Ontario opening back up this weekend. Doug Ford expected to make that announcement later today. So to celebrate that fact, maybe we should talk in our golf voices here. Mm. To celebrate that fact, Jim Kelly has decided that he is going to try and break one of the all-time great records in joke-telling. That is the most jokes told about golf in 30 mm. seconds' time. Crowd goes silent as the tension builds. Can this kid pull it off? I don't know. He, he has broken many records before. I believe he has the world record for most Halloween jokes told mm. in 30 mm-hmm. seconds. He's, you know, those are,
0: Hall- those are Halloween jokes, so this is a totally different sport, Taz. This is in a whole new ballpark. Halloween uh-huh. jokes easy. Golf very defined,
1: very specific. Yes, I think I think He's most so people would agree that Halloween and golf are completely different sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Halloween's my favorite sport, by the way. Mm-hmm. I won last year. You won it. You won it. Halloween. I won Halloween. Uh, believe it or not, Jim Kelly even has the uh, record for most Arbor Day jokes told <laughs> <laughs> in a thirty-second period. That's true. Nothing to laugh at, Jim. <laughs> It's impressive. You know how hard it is mm-hmm. to come up with 30 seconds worth of, of jokes about trees? It's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's maybe, maybe a tree joke worked into the uh, the golf theme here this morning. We can only what, do you, what do you say, kid? Are you ready to go?
0: Mm-hmm. Pressure's on. A silence <laughs> falls over the crowd. And silence will continue as there's no you, funny jokes you here. Need,
1: you need to talk louder, I think. Oh, okay. I'm, okay I'm ready, Taz. Oh, Let's yeah. do it. Are you ready? All right. Juan the Colombian is back at the radio station. He has the timer. So as soon as Jim is done with the first, the setup to the first joke, fire the timer and just let it go until the buzzer at the end. Okay, Juan. Hey, you know what? Hey, Taz, I'm just going to say here beforehand, I'm not going to wait for you to say what
0: or and when I say what's the name of the thing. You know how we usually do this setup because there's a delay. Yeah. So that'll
1: that'll kill a second affect- it. So I'm just going to I'm just going to go for it. You just let it roll. I may okay. be laughing. I may be laughing through it. Mm-hmm. I hope that doesn't distract you. That's fine. Um, but uh, but here we go. We attempt to break the world record for most golf jokes told in 30 seconds. On your marks, get set. Joke. What was the golfer's favorite dad rock band? The mm. Eagles.
0: How does a golfer like to party? They go clubbing. Mm. How, uh, what did the golfer <laughs> name his son? Chip. Uh. What did the golfer name his daughter? Also Chip, because it's 2020 and we need to rethink gender norms. What's the golfer's favorite cheap smokes? Putters. Where did my last, sh- where did my last shot go? Up your putt and around the corner. Why did the golfer quit <laughs> golfing and become a stripper? They Why? had caddy issues. Why was the golfer's... What was the golfer's favorite <laughs> Ryan Gosling movie? Drive. What's the uh, favorite... <laughs> Iron Man movie? No. Oh, I screwed it up. I said, what's the favorite Marvel movie? Iron Man. But I said, what's the favorite Iron Man movie? Probably Iron Man 3. Yeah.
1: Iron Man 3. Hmm. No, what's their favorite Marvel movie? Iron Man. Uh, I have to say, I really enjoyed the uh, the caddy issues, Joe. Can you mm. repeat that one for me? Yeah. Slow it down a bit. Take your time with it. Yeah. Why did the golfer
0: quit golfing and become a stripper? Because they had caddy issues.
1: <laughs> Works on
0: several levels.
1: It's
0: uh, good. Uh,
1: how many jokes you get in there? I got, you know, I didn't didn't get that Marvel
0: one in there. Dang! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got eight in there. The previous record was seven. I did he it. did
1: it, everybody. Yes, congratulations, Jim. You now have the world record Woo. for most golf jokes told. In 30 seconds, how does it feel? It feels
0: as as if, you know what Taz. I feel like Tiger Woods
1: before all that went down. That's how good I feel. <laughs> and by that, we know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Did you have any leftover golf jokes? I got a couple.
0: Can, can we you hear, hear them? Yeah. Okay. I bet you. I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you here, Taz. I bet you can finish these jokes. Okay, Okay, so I'll give you the setup. You give me the setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did Admiral Akbar say when his ball landed in the bunker? It's a trap. Yeah, of course. What do you call a golfer that loves meth and guns? A,
1: A golfer who loves meth and guns. I don't know. What do you call a golfer who loves meth and guns? Tiger King Woods. Good one. Yeah, yes. Yeah. What hey, you should have th- if you threw the mullet in there I would have got it. What do you call the a mullet, golfer yeah, with it needs a mullet? A yeah. Who loves okay. Yeah, yeah. Good hey, good workshop hear, in here live on the air. Hey Tess, did you hear about the guy
0: pleasuring himself in the middle of the golf tournament? Yeah, he was a not. masters baiter.
1: <laughs> there you go uh congratulations jim and congratulations to all you golfers and just people looking to get out of the house for five hours <laughs> golf courses likely to be opened later today uh officially with an announcement from premier doug ford you know who may not want uh, things to go back to normal booze salespeople North America, numbers are up 55% when it comes to drinking alcohol. People drinking 55% more than they usually do. Yeah. Wow. Can that confirm. That sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. Let me, yeah. Let, me go lo- let me go look in my blue box in my garage. <laughs> yeah. Looks about right, too. Yeah. And my blue box has been packed full because I haven't taken any empties back to the beer store. You know what I had to do? <laughs> I uh-huh. had... I had to I, I got I had a ton of cans in the blue box. And usually you look at a thing and you're like, "Oh, it's not like I drank all that stuff myself. I had, you know, this person over, Jim came over. He had a couple beers and this but then you look at the full blue box full of cans and you're like, "Oh my god, I really did drink all of those." <laughs> but I had, I had to take all the cans out uh, about uh, 3 weeks ago and crush them all. To make room for more cans, like did you just use
0: your foot or do you have a crusher?
1: Oh, I have a crusher. It's a big steel-toed boot. I put that on and I just (laughs) (laughs) went went around side of the house and just stomped on cans for about ten minutes,
0: just to make room. You know, it's true. There's a lot of air in
1: there. You know, it's a waste of real estate. Veteran move, okay, guys? There's a a tip for you. If you're new to the drinking cans of beer game, you crush them down, put them in the blue box, you can fit way more in there.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to try to encourage any scams here, but how would one who works at a recycling depot be able to, if you had one of those like good crushers, like the lever run ones, like if you just crushed a bunch of cans and every third one you crushed a pop can, how would they ever
1: know? That's an ongoing issue. Right? There's people who do try to sneak the pop cans. Yeah. Sometimes it happens by accident because I'll throw pop cans in the recycling bin too. But and sometimes, like
0: a President's Choice one, you're not
1: familiar with, kind uh-huh. of. Or know, a, looks like American beer. beer cans, right? American yeah, beer yeah. cans or craft beer cans from who knows where. Yeah, it's uh, it happens. Hmm. They try and sneak, sneak them through. And there's there's five cents, ten cents. Ten cents, right? It all adds up. It does. Uh, Another business that's doing very well, uh, the pajama business. (laughs) Sales are up 143% when it comes to PJs.
0: Sales are up because I've just been wearing all my old crappy pajamas and sweatpants. I never thought of buying
1: new ones. Clothing sales overall have dropped significantly, but if you're in the pajama game... (laughs) Things looking good for you. Good to be in the Haynes world right now. <laughs> Nothing like sitting around in your jammy jams, crushing some straight liquor. <laughs> Seems to be what everyone's doing right now. That forgiving waistband is the glorious thing. How about this one? Uh, when it comes to reopening COVID-19 related, uh, Michelin-starred restaurant in Washington, D.C. is reopening. Uh, and you know that they're saying there's there's guidelines in terms of where you seek people. Like you have to have this much distance between guests in a restaurant, and that's likely to happen here in Ontario too. Mm-hmm. But to make the place feel less empty, this restaurant has dressed up mannequins to sit in empty seats. That's <laughs> terrifying. I know, it is terrifying. What they should do is, is dress up some of those uh, sex dolls that have heartbeats and breathe. That's way less <laughs> yeah. creepy. We were and some sexy about those singles to flirt with earlier. Yeah. So I went out for dinner last night and I picked up this great lady. Like literally picked her up because she was a <laughs> sex doll that could not walk. Not not a great conversationalist, but boy, <laughs> Did she was willing, beat. She was willing to experiment. <laughs> <laughs> and yesterday, Jim. We were talking about, uh, was it just outside of Tilsonburg, where the the fisticuffs were going down?
0: Yes, yes. There was a fight because one guy wasn't wearing a mask inside a store
1: there. Yeah, country grocery store, guy not wearing a mask. Other guy decided he was the mask police, and, and the fist fight broke out near Tilsonburg, Ontario. And it's happening all over North America. Here's a news story this is the Target down in Los Angeles, a Target store. A security guard went up to people. He's just doing his job, store policy. You got to put on a mask or you got to wear a mask when you're in the store. And apparently he got attacked by two people who were very anti mask. This is the fourth incident in uh, Van Nuys where we've had people confront people who are not wearing masks, and then there's a physical altercation.
0: But in this case the security guard was doing his job and enforcing store policy.
1: Yes, that's correct. <laughs> this is crazy. He, he got attacked by uh, by some customers and he's one of the lucky ones. I mean in Michigan there was a, a security guard working at a dollar store who got shot and killed because he told people that they needed to wear a mask or it was mask related. I'm not sure which way it went, but how badly people are do you need killed. to get into a dollar store? Like, I get it, there's food and stuff, but what is going on? Well, if you need to get in a dollar store that badly, wear a mask. They're telling you, you got to wear a mask. It's store policy, put on a mask. Uh, But it's not just the masks, man. Everyone is on edge, and we all just need to take a deep breath here and relax. This is a story. (laughs) Uh, Florida, here we go. It's cops in Florida trying to identify a guy who attacked another customer at a liquor store because he held the door, and the guy he held the door for didn't say thank you. Here is uh, the Polk County Sheriff talking about the incident. Come on, man. (laughs) That's that's great. This This is the sheriff. Uh, With a message for people in his area. Come on, man. (laughs) Come on, man. What
0: what else else needs to be said? Were
1: your three brain cells in overload? Why don't you just let it go? Get you a bottle of liquor. Go back to the house. Have you a drink. But no, they've got to have a kerfuffle right there in the middle of the store. (laughs) So we need the community's help. Look at our suspect and tell us who he is. And here's our promise. We'll open the door for you at the county jail and say thank you if you open the door first. <laughs> that sheriff is great. Sound like Dr. Phil. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man.
0: <laughs> I get it, though, it's, it is rude. You open a door for somebody, No no need to attack them,
1: for sure, not even verbally. Uh, okay, well, how about this one, Jim? What if there's? What if you're entering a building and there's two doors, back to back? You know, there's a little area in between the doors, a little foyer of sorts, and you go through the first door, and somebody holds the door. You say thank you, and then they hold the next door for you. Do you have to say thank you again? You can, as a joke,
0: you know, because you're like double thank you, but you don't have to. You already said it. Nobody get upset. As long, about as, that.
1: as long as you say it once, if it doesn't matter how many doors. Yeah. Someone holds for you, you just have to say thank you once.
0: Yeah, the thing that bothers me, speaking of doors beside each other, it's like the dude, when the two doors are with each other, like they, they, they open together, um, uh, you know what I don't know how to describe it other than that, but like they're, they're the same door frame, but they, there's two doors in it. I've done it where I've opened the door and held it for somebody, and then they went through the other door and opened the other side themselves. (laughs) And there's nobody else there, and like I go, well, I don't know what your problem is. I know I'm ugly, you know. Maybe keep the social distance, whatever it is. But I had this door ready for you. Right. You chose not to take it. Well, punch him in the face, Jim.
1: <laughs> come on, man. That's what I say under my breath. Uh, come on, man. This is nice. I just got a text message from uh, Jimmy. Jimmy says, "Hey guys, I just got a coffee. Could you do me a favor and get funny?" Okay, Jimmy, we'll try. <laughs> Real nice. Nothing, nothing, but nothing makes somebody perform better than say, "You, you better get funny. Tell me a yeah. joke, funny man. Be
0: funny. Be funny. <laughs>
1: like imagine, like if you're a comedian, make me laugh. Uh, it's right. a lot of pressure." Well, you must get it because Jim, you do improv. So I'm sure if, if you go to a party and it, someone says, Oh, this is my friend Jim. He's in an improv troupe. They're like, Oh, you're an improv troupe? Do some improv for me. Make me laugh. Yeah. Uh, Are you a funny? Like, guy? Hey, hey, this guy, uh, this guy sings in a choir. Sing now. <laughs> Let me hear your voice. This is my buddy Gary. He's a pipe fitter. Oh, yeah. I got some pipes downstairs. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Fit them, Gary. Let's see you handle a monkey <laughs> wrench, poser. I want to say congratulations. I don't know. Did you see the tweet uh, that I uh, I tagged you in last night, Jim? One of your favorite, and uh, you turned me on to this guy, your favorite comedian, not comedian, comic book artist's. Mm. Uh, Jeff Lemire just signed a deal with Netflix. His uh, his comic series Sweet Tooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you lent me those books to read. It's being made into a Netflix show. And he's from uh, Southern Ontario, the Windsor area, I believe. Yeah, and he's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. I know he's been working hard and, and putting out some great uh, great material over the years. So hopefully he's getting paid. Yeah, and, and this cool. deal's lucrative for him.
0: I've seen a couple things where his some of his graphic novels have been optioned. One was going to be there was a one called The Underwater Welder that was going to be a Ryan Gosling vehicle, mm-hmm. and that was some. And I've just been waiting for this guy to kind of blow up and have that moment where he gets gets that Hollywood uh, big bucks. You know, uh, if you're unfamiliar with the guy, he has he has a very famous Canadian uh, graphic novel called Essex County that won all sorts of awards like it it won all sorts of awards that a graphic novel has never won before that's how good right it's the only it's the only graphic novel that's ever made me cry Taz I would highly recommend Essex County to anybody even if you're not a a comics or graphic novel fan
1: wow I I can think of about 15 different graphic novels that have made me cry (laughs) when Superman died (laughs) good thing that ink is permanent; otherwise, it would just be smudging all over the place. <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for a graphic novel. Box of tissues, some chamomile tea, curl up with a warm blanket, and read myself a graphic novel on a Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't. Well,
0: people think like they're well, just like what is, they're superheroes
1: what, and stuff. but It's good. What is the Essex County about? Is it? It's not superhero it's, related, right?
0: It takes it takes place in like three different generations in small town Essex County, which is just inside of Windsor, and it's about a retired NHL player who used to play for the Leafs, who had a falling out with his brother, yeah. you know, he had a, you know, over his wife, and there's a young, it's like all these people are related generationally, and it just tells like the small town tragic life. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it necessarily, but it's very relatable. Do you have it? Can I borrow it? My sister has it right
1: now. I'll have to get it back from her. Mm, I promise not to cry on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be interested to see if they do uh, Sweet Tooth, if it's going to be live action or if it's going to be an animated thing. Because it, the tweet I sent you yesterday, I'm like, if you explain the premise of Sweet Tooth, it, it's uh, it sounds ridiculous. It's about a, uh, a half boy, half deer. Guy who is coming of age and has to deal with the loss of his father. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any tra- he <laughs> But Is that yeah, any I,
0: sillier than anything? Like any uh, sillier
1: than Stranger Things or anything, really? But it does sound a little weird, right? It's different, yeah. but that's what's so cool about it. And I, I found the storyline very emotional, very compelling. So congratulations to comic book writer and artist Jeff Lemire. Of the area for his big, uh, hopefully his big payday. And last night was the season finale of Survivor. What's it called? The Island of Champions or something, Jim? Yeah,
0: I don't know what
1: I don't know if, what its well, special watched, name is, but it's yeah, I know, but I don't know if it's special.
0: It's called see, like it's called Survivor Forty. It's the fortieth season. And everybody in this season has previously won Survivor. So it is a battle of the champions. So it's the best of the best. Everybody's got baggage. You know, Everybody's that's been on Survivor continues to watch Survivor after. So they're all aware of each other. They all kind of understand each other's game. So it was, by all accounts, the most epic season of Survivor ever.
1: And I know you, you've been right into it. You uh, got caught up on Stack TV on demand and then last night you were really you' were really pumped to have like a, an event, a TV event to watch live. Uh, you were live tweeting. I, I saw during the the show. Um, are you gonna drop any spoilers here? I just feel like we should let people know if nope, if you're gonna say no anything. Spoilers. About, okay. well, what was yeah. your survivor experience like last night? It was great. You know, the, the it was supposed to be like a double,
0: two-hour double episode, you know? So it started at eight. Uh, there were six people left. Uh, and, and what happens at the end of Survivor? I don't know. I, I honestly haven't watched Survivor since the first two or three seasons. So, like... I I kind of tribal forgot council, how it worked. Right? But tribal this tribal council? council... Yeah, but the tribal council no longer are people like voting each other out when the, it comes down to three people right at the end. They, there's the three final people. They sit up on stage in front of every other contestant who's already been voted out. Those contestants who are out are able to ask the three finalists questions yeah. and they plead their case as to why they believe that they should be the survivor champion. And then the people who are already out make one final vote like the a jury. jury is the champ. A- right. absolutely. That's one hundred percent what it is. So we're we're the thing is, we're, I don't know I think we're watching on Stack TV and we're we're doing this thing through Sarah's TV my girlfriend where you pause it so we're you know we pause it like at the start we're like ooh it's on the Skinner drinks you know we start drinking wine we're smashing a lot of wine we, i think we went through 3 bottles of wine <laughs> having a great time we're pausing it like every 10 minutes going oh what do you think this is what i would do you know we're strategizing Uh-oh. we're breaking it down I think we're I right see into where this it. is
1: gone did we're somebody Somebody hit well, the live well,
0: button. Wait, I don't... Well, I don't, on. at one point, they're pleading their cases, Taz. There's got to be f- ten minutes, five minutes, less than ten minutes left in the show. We're, but this has been four weeks in the making. Six weeks I've been watching this stupid show, getting right into it. All of a sudden, this thing pops up on this TV, and it says, Are you still watching? Like, oh, when no. you haven't hit the button on Netflix in a while? And of yeah. course we are still watching. We've been pushing pause every five minutes. So... Girlfriend, it hits. Yes, we're still watching. And next thing you know, it, everything blows up. Something happens to the TV. It goes away. It restarts. By the way, by the, by the way, Taz, this is supposed to be over at 10. At this point, it's 11 30. We've been pausing it so much. It's 11 30. Uh huh. Something happens. Everything goes away. We're reconnected. We finally get back to it. And now it's on the BC feed. It's three hours ago. There's still an hour to go in the show. It's back in time. I gotta get wake up for work in four hours, so I I was so mad. I I, I was so angry. I like slammed my drink. I brushed my teeth and stormed off to bed. Sarah, was, my girlfriend, was couldn't believe how mad I was. But it was so late. I stayed up. It was the three hour extravaganza. So you
1: watched it all again.
0: I but I, I, I got
1: do you know I don't won? know who won.
0: I haven't watched it all again. I gotta wait.
1: <laughs> I gotta wait till
0: after the show. They posted online obviously on Stack TV too, and if you have Amazon Prime you can get it through there. But I gotta wait till after the show. I already saw who won, I think. Brandon Eady. multiple people have been posting about it. I, I can't complain because it is a finale. Whatever. Brandon it's Eady, a live finale.
1: Brandon Eady's not the guy who won. Brandon Eady's a friend of ours. Did he post the winner? On? Yes, he did. Way to go, I, Brandon. I think
0: he put some of names in all cap with exclamation marks and said, yes, this is a post about Survivor. And that's he's not the only one. I, I get it. You know, the if the it's a, the playoffs, you know, Raptors win, you know, you post about it. You can't if somebody DVR'd, it's their fault. And if somebody's paused the live feed too many times and screwed themselves over, it's their fault. So I can't complain. But I, I honestly I've never been so mad at TV in my life. It's like <laughs> technology is simultaneously the greatest thing and then also the most frustrating thing.
1: You feel better now though? I will if Tony wins. <laughs> Go Tony <laughs> All right Jim Well that was uh, That was not the Survivor uh, Finale wrap up I was expecting uh, Maybe Next time Lay off the wine A little bit bud and Get your priorities straight I'm starting to worry About you a little bit You can't even <laughs> your, your drinking Is starting to interfere With your TV watching
0: <laughs> That's not a, a good sign What <laughs> conundrum What a quarantine conundrum